0: What's going on Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Since you're your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we got a Bulls winner to talk about how good did the Bulls do, what does Patrick Williams' performance mean going into the season, is this fool's gold, do the Bulls actually sow something that could be built upon in the regular season? We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, thank you so much for joining me here at Chicago Bulls Central. You can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. With that being said, the Chicago Bulls got a victory in their final preseason game. They finished the preseason 3 and 1. Now, a lot of things came up came about in this game. Patrick Williams had one of his most aggressive games in the preseason, responding well to being benched the last two games. We'll talk about that. Um also, one of the things that came out after this game though was Sumo officially being named as the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls. The writing's been on the wall for that. If you've been watching the games, it's been kind of evident that Io Sumu was going to win that starting point guard position. There's a lot of speculation around it coming into the season from Bulls fans, right? We never really gotten any kind of, you know, up and downness as, as far as with the way that the coaching staff, Billy Donovan, has talked about the starting point guard position. I even said at media day, what I took from it is that it seemed like Io Sumu had the inside track to be that starting point guard. He came out performed very well in the preseason overall. Billy Donovan had this this uh, comment to say, I feel very comfortable with him. Io right now is going to be that guy back there for us. I think he's done a really good job this training camp and preseason games. Now one of the things in there that some Bulls fans are going to stick to says, uh, is uh, Billy Donovan says Io right now is going to be the guy. And so what that means, that as far as how I took that, and this is not to like throw any type of wild speculations, that I would assume has the starting point guard position. But if he hits a wall if he has a couple of down games, if it seems like he kind of falls out of favor um, with that. And, and he, he may need to sit down for a couple of games if that does happen. Luckily, the Bulls do have Alice Caruso. They have Goran Drogic back there. But I would assume who is going to be that starting point guard coming into the season? There's a lot of confidence around him, a lot of confidence in his play. He's talked about how he's um, communicated with Lonzo Ball over the course of this uh, this training camp and, and preseason as well, and Lonzo's kind of helped him with the mental aspect of the game, learning how to get certain players um, in positions that they like, and that's good. That shows the communication between them. It shows that Lonzo is still engaged with this team as well, helping from the sidelines as much as he can. Now, in this preseason, Lonzo, um, sorry, not Lonzo, I wish it was Lonzo, but Io did play well. Um, he averaged 10.3 points per game, 3.3 rebounds, 2.8 assists, and he shot six for 11 from the three-point range in 24 and a half minutes per game in this. Now, his minutes is probably going to go up um, in the in the regular season. These averages are actually very close to what he averaged as a starter last season as well. Defensively, I O. He's been really good. Now, there's been some things that I pointed out in the post-game show yesterday as far as, like, Io on a couple of rotations, a couple of switches. He was kind of slow. It led to easy baskets. I want to see that type of thing tighten up as far as Io DeSumo's game. But other than that, Io has just been amazing. He's been a revelation. Um, it's, it, like I've said before, considering the injury to Lonzo Ball, it's lucky that we did draft Io and that he's come in ready to perform, ready to give some things for the Chicago Bulls, and it's paid off. I do think that Io has a lot of growth still left to do as a young player in this league. But him being the starting point guard, I do think it's earned. I do think his his defense, uh, defensive versatility, while not as versatile as Lonzo Ball, is still going to be key for this team. That his his ability to switch. Some of the things I would like to see Io work on specifically is some of the, 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 the passing type things that he does, um, kind of getting people more in rhythm when he does pass. His shot seems to be on. Um, so it, you know, and that's not to that's not to say Io isn't still amazing. Io is great, and I can't wait to see him continue to grow on the Chicago Bulls team. And as far as his comments and his thoughts on winning the starting point guard position, this is what he had to say. Oh man, I'm thankful, you know, because this is a great organization, and um, we have a chance to do something special. So for me to be, you know, named the point guard of that, that's a that's blessing. Yeah. But I'm, I'm continuing to work hard, you know. You know, take it day by day. Get better. Um, looking, looking forward to get better. Looking forward to grow with the team and just um, try to come out and um, come out, swing it from the get go. You, you obviously did a lot of this last season, so it's not new. What do you hope to bring to it this year compared to compared to last season? You know, I just want to just show that you know what I went through last year. I learned from it, and I got better from it, good or bad. I want to always learn from it. That's how you get better. That's, that's how you get better as a person, on the court and off the court. Is by learning from the mistakes and also learning from the positive things we did well, and that's what I'm looking forward to doing. Man. I'm going really lock in this week, a lot of film, um, trying to just get better, try to you know um, study my guys, study our team, on both ends of the court, so I can be out there and, and uh, be, the, be the the, the main um, leader to get us going. GY up, you know, be a focal point. And so. Ios just, like I said, I love Io DeSumo. I'm glad that he's on this team, and I'm glad that he's going to continue to, to get a chance to develop on this team. Now, one of the biggest stories coming out of this game outside of Io DeSumo is the play of Patrick Williams. And Patrick Williams, you know, he he seemed to be very aware of, like, what helped him in this game. We'll, we'll, we'll break it down a little bit more. I do want to talk about the fact that it did come against not the best competition, but how we can still pull some positive things from that um, regardless of the outcome. But Patrick Williams had this to say. I try not to really think too much. I think when I think a lot out there is kind of when I don't play too well. I kind of overthink the little things of the game uh, that just come natural to us. So kind of going out there and playing off instinct. Now, that is key. I think I've said it before a lot of times when it comes to Patrick Williams. Once Patrick Williams realizes his speed his athleticism, um, his strength, right the fact that him just going up strong is going to net him some and shoot the ball a little bit better. He shot the ball pretty well over the, uh, his career, hasn't shot the best percentages in preseason, but once he realizes the confidence in how to play, specifically like a power forward more so than being out on the perimeter, it's going to change a lot of things for Patrick Williams' game. Now, I know a lot of the Patrick Williams detractors are going to say, hey, this game came against people that are going to be second or third string in most NBA teams, and that's true. And and that's why the 22 points I'm not going to focus a lot on. I talked about that in the post game show. But it's more so how he got it, the way and style of play, the fact that he took—he got rebounds, went, took it back up strong, he got his own rebounds, he wasn't afraid to put the ball on the floor, the assist that he had in this game as well, passing the ball very well. These are things that Patrick Williams can always do in the style of play. That's the biggest thing to pull from this. It's not necessarily the 22 points, not the 17 shots that he's not going to get if he is the starting power forward. It's more so the style of play. What way do you need to play to have, a, a, to have an effect and to find success on this team. And this is the style of play that he needs to play. That's the biggest thing out of this is just him playing like a player that realized how strong and tough he can be. That's always going to be the thing with Patrick Williams. And so him playing in that way, um, him being aggressive, him, him, him taking it up strong. That's the type of thing that we want to see from Patrick Williams if he does end up being the starting power forward uh, for the Chicago Bulls team to open up the season. He had five rebounds, five assists, one steal, right? That's what you want to see from Patrick Williams. So we'll see. He had a positive plus minus of plus 15 in this game. The 22 points, which you guys are going to hear about a lot. It was the more so the style of play more than anything else that I want to continue to see. Patrick Williams where he's starting, where he's coming off the bench. Play this with this type of energy. Play with this type of focus. Play with this this just this style, and you're going to find success in Patrick Williams. Now, this is open the door. Coming to the start of the season, um, in a week from today, on the ninth, on the 18th, we'll be playing again. Do the or no? It is the 19th. I apologize. A week from today, count Hayes. Uh, but with that being said, is Patrick Williams going to be the starting power forward when the when the real game starts? I think, you know, they're going to have a lot of practices between now and then. They're going to still go through training camp, stuff like that. But I I really don't know. Javante Green has played like a player that deserves to get the start. The biggest thing there is, though, it's the size, right? Does Billy Donovan say, hey, we're already a team that doesn't have a lot of size? Patrick Williams played a little bit well. Hopefully he's showing more things in practice. Let's go go ahead and give Patrick Williams back the start, considering Billy Donovan said this was not a permanent demotion for uh, Patrick Williams. So we'll see, right? I really. It's of two minds because Javante Green has done everything to be a starter in this, on this team. But Patrick Williams as well, we know that he's the guy who brings a lot of—if he's on, right? Patrick Williams has to get it on. He has to play consistently. Um, but what, what, it remains to be seen. We'll see. We'll see. At the end of the day— if Patrick Williams is does end up being the starter for the Chicago Bulls to start the season, I think that that bodes well and says what he's shown not only in this game but what he's shown in, in practices between now and the regular season started. And then if Javante ends up being the starting power forward as well, while we that does bring the small ball that a lot of Bulls fans are tired of, his play he has deserved to win that starting position. So it's going to be interesting either way. I think we're going to get a really good player coming off the bench, Javante Green. Could be in the six-man conversation in the way that he played in the preseason. Now, again, with the caveat, this is all preseason. We got to see it all come together. But you know, it, it's it, it, the, the fact of the matter is, is that you play preseason for a reason, right? That's because you're looking to do some things out there. So we'll see what ends up happening. Let me know down below who do you think ends up being the starting power for day one for the Chicago Bulls on opening night against the Miami Heat. But one of the players that did play uh, yesterday that could have rested is Nikola Vucevic. He played, and um, you know when he asked why he wanted to play, he says that he played because he, he wanted to, and he felt good physically, and that's what Ben Lee Donovan said is why Vuce played. Vuce knows what this preseason has meant for him, how he needed to get back in rhythm, how he needed to get back to being him. What we're seeing here now is just Nick being back to what he, how he played in Orlando. He's not relying just on the three-point shot, which he shot the ball with the three-pointer very well, but he's letting it come to him in the nature of the game. His assist, the defense has been the defense has been much improved, right? If you're actually watching these games, no, he doesn't do the defensive things every game that stand out, like blocks, steals. He has had games of getting high numbers in those, but it's more so how he's been on rotations, how he how he's been active on the defensive end, going after loose balls, getting to the ball, uh bumping people as they come to the lane. Nikola Vucevic has improved almost every aspect of what we wanted to see from him from last season. It's just, we got to see it in the, in the preseason. We got to see it in the regular season. Now, these Chicago Bulls have played very well over the course of the preseason, averaging over 110 points per game as we did last season. But when you look at that, the rebounding as well. Uh, 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 Billy Donovan has said he wants to see the team improve in a couple of areas. One of those areas is rebounding and turnovers. Yes, we need to get those turnovers fixed. We need to get the early starts fixed. Uh, We've had slow starts to start a couple of these preseason games. We need to see that improve for the team overall. But with that being said, right, the style that this team is playing, the fact that they're averaging 110 points per game without having Zach Levine be Zach Levine, that's the biggest thing that adds so much more clarity to how this Bulls team can operate. The fact that they're moving more without the ball, they're creating more opportunities, they're cutting to the lane a little bit more, getting easy baskets, we don't see the iso, 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 iso that we saw before with DeMar DeRozan heavily. This team is playing more of a balanced type of play. When you heard that word that Zach Levine said the offense is going to be more random, you know, the read and react offense, the 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 uh, whoever has the hot hand, that is what we're seeing hold true in this preseason thus far. And like I said, this is all coming without Zach Levine really looking like the Zach, the Zach Levine that we've come to expect to play for the Chicago Bulls. The sky's really the limit for the Chicago Bulls team. The preseason set a nice palette, and, and for those that say, "Hey, it's just preseason," you are absolutely right. But you can use preseason to build upon things that you're going to do in the regular season. That's what we did last season when we when we started off the preseason or we came out of preseason four and zero, right? We were undefeated in preseason, came in firing on all cylinders to start the season. The Chicago Bulls can use what they how they played in this preseason to build upon a lot of things, what they learned. And when you play with motion, when you play with with rhythm. It creates easier baskets. We saw this Bulls team, I think in the Denver game it was, go heavy isolation for a while. They came out of that in the second half, playing more spread open. Things like that. That's what That's what, That's what. what you can learn from preseason, right? Let's take the numbers. If you want to take the numbers and throw them to the sides, you can. But when you look at the brand of basketball that was played, the motion-based offense, the read and react is there. The, the ball not just sticking in DeMar or Zach's hands is there, right? Zach Levine's play has not been the best if you are somebody who thinks that and knows that Zach Levine is going to play better in the regular season it it gives even more hope and keep in mind all that without a healthy Lonzo Ball who we could get back mid-season so you know the play of Andre Drummond how Andre seems like he is going to be a threat to get double-digit rebounds and double-digit points every time he's out there forget the three-point shot we'll see if that ends up being a weapon for him I'm not even worried about that three-point shot right now it's the way that the point guards on this team and off the bench, Alex Caruso and Goran Dragic have built up chemistry with Andre Drummond. They throw the ball up there, and hes they trust that he's going to go and get it. The rebounding, the, what he brings in the rebounding has been a revelation. Alex Caruso being healthy has been the pest that we expect him. He's been getting out in transition, getting the loose balls, things like that. Goran shooting. Listen, I'm not the highest on Goran, especially as the starting point guard. I've said that coming into this. I did not want to see Goran Dragic be the starter. But what Gorn brings off the bench, especially out there with Alice Grusso, can't be denied, right? The ball, the way that the ball moves when Gorn's out there, the way that as a veteran, he knows how to read defenses, has been all on display. Not as much in the first game, and then he said a game, but in the two games that he's played good in, we've seen what Gorn can be off the bench for the Chicago Bulls. And you notice one player that I did not talk about yet is Kobe White. Kobe White is really could be a linchpin for this team in a lot of ways because if Kobe can be consistent, right? We saw Kobe not have the best first half in this game, but he came out in the second half. He ended the game five of 12 with 15 points, a positive plus minus of, of 12, three rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, all from Kobe White. Kobe is being more active out there. And for those that don't actually watch the games, I can understand seeing the box score and not thinking, Kobe has done the Kobe has improved a lot of his game. His passing looks better. His activity on the defensive end looks better, right? The way that he's taking people off the dribble. Now, some of those shots did not fall, but if they start falling for Kobe, that's another weapon in his arsenal. So I know the Bulls fans, the Kobe White, trade, trade, trade. It may not be that because if Kobe's playing well, if Kobe's adding that scoring dynamic and now doing things when his shot isn't falling as well, Kobe adds to that. But having Andre Drummond on this bench, I can't say enough what Andre Drummond being on the Chicago Bulls bench means for this team. Now there's still a couple of questions left as we go towards the regular season. Who is going to be the starting power forward? Who gets the last two way contract spot? It's going to be Malcolm Hill. Is it going to be Costa Zantacupo? Don't think it's going to be Carla Jones at all. I'm not really worried about that one, but then what's going on with Marco Simonovic Marco got four minutes in this game. He got two points in that got to the free throw line. Still didn't get dunked on in the preseason, which is something that we're looking at. Um, I just don't know, man. When you look at what Marco could bring, a team that needs some more size, a team that needs some more rebounding, a team that could use another scoring punch, Marco brings all of that. But the defensive aspect, I think, is what's keeping him here. He must not be showing or or grasping the defensive concepts very well in practice and training camp to get out on the court. Seems like it's going to be another not-season for Marco, and he may end up in the G League in a time where I don't really think he can learn much more from the G League. But where do things have happened? Uh, Dante, Dante. (laughs) Derrick Jones Jr., um, is another question mark for this team. What is his role going to be? The reason why I say that Derrick Jones Jr. is a question mark is because a lot of the things that Derrick Jones Jr. brings theoretically, if if Dalen Terry is ready, right? If they, they, we could see Dalen Terry, any minutes that were that may have been going to Derrick Jones Jr., we can see those go to Dalen Terry with his play. Dalen Terry didn't have the best game in his first start. He played 21 minutes. He was two for four from the field. He had four rebounds, five assists, he had uh, five, only five points, but he had a pl- positive plus-minus of plus-17, played really good defense out there, really good action and activity. But with that, that's a lot of what we expect from, from uh, Derrick Jones Jr. Yeah, Dalen Terry doesn't have the dunking ability of Derrick Jones Jr. because that man can leap. But could we see some of those minutes go towards there? That's what we. That's what the question with that. But Javante Green, we know he's going to get minutes. Alex Caruso, we know his spot. Um, Andre Drummond, we know his spot. Gordon Dragic, we know his spot. So like, this team is coming together, and I do think that this bench is going to be much improved from last season just by the nature of everybody stays healthy and being settled in their roles, but we also have two key veterans in Goran Drogic and Andre Drummond on this bench to kind of settle everything. You add in Alex Caruso to that, and you know the up and down play of anybody else, Kobe White, things like that, it's a little, it could be a little bit more mitigated just by the nature of who we have out there with them now. So overall, this preseason was a win for the Chicago Bulls, but we got to see these things and concepts carry over into the regular season or it's all for naught. We have to see it come, and come the, <laughs> come the 19th against the Miami Heat. We need to see how these questions, how this Bulls team is going to respond once the games are live. Let me know what you guys think on everything down below. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, number to do so 773-270-2799 we're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys and like I like to end every episode on go Bulls love you guys peace y'all this has been a presentation of the Break Break Media